This episode of the SBP is brought to you by that good old Spotify for podcasters. Formerly Anchor.fm. Spotify for podcasters is your one-stop shop for all things podcasting. How about that? They're powerful tools for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Completely free. That's right. You don't got to pay any money, and they'll upload your podcast to all the platforms. That's right. All the platforms. Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell else there is. There's other ones, and I can't remember them right now. But there's there's more, and then they, they put them all on there. <laughs> um, you can have uh, engagement with your fans. How about that? Get to know your folks. Uh, you get analytics. There's even video episodes that are available, and I still haven't figured out how to fucking utilize that shit, but that's all right. And, and money. You can make money. You can actually have an income from your podcast through um, fan donation or advertisement revenue. It's all there. Go to uh, go to podcasters.spotify.com and get to podcasting. We are also brought to you by the Music Depot. That's right, your one-stop shop in downtown Hayward for all things musical and musical instruments. Check their guitars, Ibanez guitars, Shure mics, orange amps. Uh, they got a shit ton of ukuleles, which I I don't know. If, just if you're white, don't 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 buy a ukulele. Sorry, Pete. Go see my man Pete over at the Music Depot, 944 B Street in the beautiful downtown Hayward. Uh, also, they are the sponsor of the Bistro Blowout. Every month, every first Thursday, the Boyles Bistro Blowout. Music Depot be helping us out there, too. All right. I got dates. What do you say? Uh, this Thursday... June 15th, I'll be doing comedy at Murphy's Law in Sunnyvale. I'll be doing comedy, a uh, new date on the calendar. I'll be doing comedy uh, June 25th at Trailers Sports Bar in Brentwood, California. That's June 25th. That's the same day that Violence is playing in Oakland, but they're playing during the day. So I should be able to see that and then shoot out to Brentwood. That's what I'm hoping I can do. Because I don't want to miss Violence. In fact, I might cancel that show. <laughs> ah! Um, <laughs> the Boyles Bistro Blowout for July will be on July 6th. Uh, headlining that will be Ellis Rodriguez from Sacramento. Awesome. I'm super stoked on that one. Uh, July 11th, I'll be at Tommy T's. This is rescheduled from a few weeks ago. Uh, I'll be doing comedy at Tommy T's July... 11 7 uh, uh, July 21st, Zed, uh, doing a show we haven't been playing, so uh, this will be an awesome show, uh, Bottom of the Hill in San Francisco, July 21st, uh, and then in the end of August, uh, August 3rd is the is the next um, Boyle's Bistro Blowout with John Gabb headlining. Hazards will be performing live on the radio September 13th. At KZSU Stanford. I think it's at like 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock or some shit like that. Um, 
and then uh, in July, or uh, September, September 30th, Zed will be playing the Soul Cow Heavy Jam uh, at the Full Circle Saloon in San Diego, California. That's all my dates right now. Don't try to come at me with any shit. Alright? Remember, music heard here on the Sean Boyles Podcast is not owned, copywritten, or licensed or trademarked by me or anybody involved with the Sean Boyles podcast. That's me. Don't try to sue me. I don't have the rights to the music. Don't sue me. Let's do a podcast. It's the Sean Boyles podcast. Music, comedy, Drums, life, burritos. What's up, dirties? It's me. It's me, Sean Boyles. What's going on? How are you? How goes it? Oh, man. Nothing can... uh, So, I, I don't know if I'm in trouble or not, but... Currently, I am wearing a Nike sweatshirt and Adidas sweatpants. Are they going to come after me? Are they going to come for me? Am I doomed? Am I in trouble? I don't know. I feel like I've done something wrong. I feel like, um, yeah, I think I'm being dangerous. Being dangerous. Welcome to uh, episode 195, I believe we're at now. How about that? Um, I'll recap my week. Uh, some interesting things happened this week. Some funny things. Some goofy things. Uh, I almost died. We'll talk about that. That was fun. Um, <laughs> we'll, um, you know, we'll do reaction of the week. We'll do an earworm. How about, you know, same shit. We'll do some shit. We'll do some shit. How about that? Uh, first of all, I want to say, uh, last week, um, I recorded the podcast on Tuesday during the day because, uh, well, I had the day off. It was great. I had the day off. I went to... Um, uh, I went to an open mic later that night because I had Tuesday off and I had Wednesday off. I had a couple days off. Let's goof around. Let's see some shit. Let's do some shit. So I went to an open mic, uh, McNally's. After I got done with that, I went to the Stork Club and saw some fucking death metal like it was 1987. Like, literally, literally, these bands are doing 1987-style death metal. Like, if they were Morbid Angel or fucking Deicide. Like, Florida, late 80s death metal. Cookie Monster vocals, wearing way more spikes and shit than they need to be wearing. Just, you know, skulls hanging off of microphone stands. And then I got home, and it was, shit, 12.30, almost 1 o'clock. And then I decided, you know what? I've never checked out Ted Lasso. 
Maybe I should check out Ted Lasso. I was hooked. Hooked immediately. I started watching that shit. I was up until 5.30 in the morning watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> I had a day off. I didn't get, you know, got days off. I could, I could stay up late. But God damn, it hooked me in. I couldn't stop watching it. I watched three seasons of Ted Lasso within the week. Every chance I got, I stopped what I was, if I was home, I turned it on and watched Ted Lasso. And it, you know, and then it made me think, I mean, besides it being a great, great series, two days off in my sleep pattern fucked fucked off hard so i've been dragging ass ever since last week because of um a couple of days off and then i had uh, saturday and sunday off too so you know fucked around even more finished up ted lasso i think by uh maybe did i start it that night maybe i'd been a been a few episodes in and i continued I don't remember. I feel like I watched a lot of that shit in a really small amount of time. Very possible that I started it that and and finished it. Finished three? No, there's that's no way I could have done that. Anyway, a brilliant series. If you haven't seen Ted Lasso, it's on Apple Plus. Do yourself a favor. Um, just a a feel good fucking show. I don't think I've cried more at anything than these episodes. They're just such heartfelt, just good, and not like crazy sad cries. Just kind of like, like just touch your heart kind of fucking cries. Just cool. Just good, good emo shit. It was fucking awesome. Just a fucking great, great series. And then I kept it going. So I finished that. That was, uh, I think, Saturday. I think Saturday I finished up watching. Um, So they did three seasons. And I think I finished season three sometime on Saturday during the day. I kept it going. And I fucking started watching uh, Grey's Anatomy. Getting caught up on that. And fucking heartstrings getting tugged on me with that shit too. Just fucking had an emo week. Been crying all week. <laughs> and on top of everything, I'm not sad anymore. Not I was I went into the week not being sad. Like I haven't been sad like I was previous. You know, with the with the with 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 the, with the going through the divorce and the split and the breakup. I was sad and I was sad for a long time and shit was weighing really heavy on my heart. I don't feel like I've been sad. But God damn it, if I wasn't crying all week watching Ted Lasso because there's so, such nice, heartfelt fucking television, you know? Just good shit. Um, oh, but I did get hit hard by, um, and that was, uh, when did that happen? Uh, I think sometime last week when I was working, I was listening to uh, the Sarah Silverman podcast. 
and um, Sarah Silverman has she just lost her father uh, and her stepmother within. Uh, well, she lost her stepmother first, and then two weeks later loses her father. Now, uh, uh, like she signs off her, you know, when she started doing her podcast. She said that she got some uh, uh, criticism from her father because it seemed like the show inter- like like stopped abruptly and he needed a warning. So she started as a sign-off, and it was kind of cute. Dad, I'm winding down the show. And now that her dad's passed away, she still does that sign-off. And it's... the So the first time I heard her do the sign-off since... I knew that her father had passed. Fucking bow! Hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. I was reminded of, uh, you know, obviously she's doing it on purpose as a nice little fucking honor and memento uh, and homage uh, to her old man. And that's great. Uh, But it reminded me of, um, it reminded me of when I'm, when I was working, you know, so I'm a painter. I'm a house painter. I paint houses, right? My father was a house painter for fucking 25 or 30 years. Like that's, that's what he did. And I remember working with my buddy Mikey. And when we were still kind of learning about shit and maybe we'd get stump on something and I'd call the old man and I'd be like, Hey pop, you know, this thing is doing this. What do we got to do? Hey, you got to throw some of that on there. You know, it was like he had the answer right away and we'd throw, do what he said and it would fucking work perfect. And then we learned something. Well, after he passed away and it had been a few months, we're on a job and fucking we're all scratching our head and I go, Oh shit, I'll call my old, no, I won't. You know, and it, 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 and and you know something that you're used to doing, and now you can't do it because they're not around. You know, and uh, I remember, um, I remember having to uh, spend a little time in the van, <laughs> recouping after uh, after not being able to call the old man. To ask him what was wrong with what we were doing. Um, so anyway, uh, so shout out to Sarah Silverman for uh, keeping the memory of her father going uh, within her uh, within her podcast. Very very cool. Uh, so um, yeah, so that was uh, yeah. So uh, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, fucking days off. Thursday, I um. What did I do Thursday? I had a small job. What the hell did I do? That deck was last week, wasn't it? Was the deck this week? I don't remember. God damn it. (laughs) It's just... Just blending together. Oh no, I did a uh god damn. So Thursday or Friday I did a mantle. This um this couple that I've done work before uh work uh did some work for them before um they uh, in fact I painted the inside of their their hallway 
stairwell, um, little foyer in their uh, little uh, front uh, living room that they don't use. <laughs> uh, I painted all that. And uh, but I didn't paint the mantle. They waited. They were like, "Yeah, you know, we don't know what we want to do with that. Um, we're gonna have the, you know retiled, and you know maybe we take this out, or maybe you know we cross that bridge." So anyway, they just finally decided to have it painted. So I prepped it on Thursday. I probably could have did it all on one, all in one day. You know what I mean? Like I could have like prepped it, uh, masked it all off, got the primer on. And then went and painted it and been on my way. But since I didn't have anything else on the books, got it all prepped, got it primed, cut out. Half day. Great. I've had two days off. Now I got a half day. And guess what? I'm going to have another half day on Friday. Yeah. Uh, then they asked me to paint a front door. So I painted the, just sprayed the mantle. Quick, quick, quick. Threw some paint on their front door in the same color that they wanted before. Bing, bing, bang, boom. Another half day. Now I got fucking Saturday and Sunday off. Uh, just and then I, and, and I think that's where I probably caught up the most on Ted Lasso episodes. <laughs> I had nothing else doing. I figured I'm just gonna rest. I'm not gonna do too much. I'm just gonna fucking chill. I'm gonna rest. But my Sunday rolls around. Feeling a little, little itchy, little antsy. Maybe I should be doing something. And uh, I started. I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, my friend Monica, and uh, she was kind of going through the woe is me's a little bit. And uh, and I, you know, having car trouble, and you know, she let her son borrow the car, and the car crapped out on him and now she's got no way to get around and she needs to do this that and the other and I said well hey how about I help you out how about I uh come out to where you're at and uh I'll drive you around and you can run all the errands you need to do and you know we haven't hung out in a while so so that's what we did. That's what we did on. Uh, that's what I did on Sunday. Went out to Sassoon City, helped him out. You know, got some lunch, and then uh, drove my friend around so she can uh, handle her business before she had to go back to work on Monday. She works from home, so it isn't like she really needs a car to go to work. But, but still, you know what I mean. Like getting an Ubers and shit is uh, it's expensive. It racks up. And on top of that. Uh, she just broke up with her dude, and he sort of left her in the lurch a little bit because, you know, he's paying half the rent. And this fucker tried to do some sneaky shit and move out while she was gone. And um, <laughs> so she's very upset still. Uh, rightly so. But, um, and it was cool to hang out with my friend. I hadn't seen her in a while. We caught up. You know, we were laughing, having a good time. She's got a bunch of critters. She's got a bunch of critters. I'm actually kind of jealous because I like having critters, and I don't have any critters. I don't think I'm home enough to take care of critters. But, um, you know, she's got uh, a couple of tree frogs and some little fucking dagger little frogs. These tiny little dudes, these little tiny little dagger frogs. And uh, she's got a couple of chameleons. 
Um, she's got, uh, what else has she got? She's got, uh, what was in the other room? Um, yeah, she's got all kinds of critters. It's kind of cool. A couple of geckos. Lizards and shit and amphibians. So, uh, yeah, so she needed to get food for all her critters. And she didn't have a way to get to the pet store and back. So, anyway. So I'm driving. I'm driving home in my mind. I'm driving home. And uh, it hits me. I just got out of Sassoon City. And I'm on 80. And I was going to dip through Concord and... um, in San Ramon and shit, and I, and then it hit me. I was like, oh, shit. I think I'm supposed to be on a comedy show tonight. This is Sunday night. I text the dude real quick. I'm like, hey, are we on tonight? Is that happening? He's like, yep. You know, you can hear, you can hear by 730. I'm like, shit. I said, I should be able to get there right at 730. Of course, I was fucking late as fuck. Um, traffic was pretty gnarly. Uh, there was like, I was in a, I was at, when I remembered what I was supposed to be doing, I was just far enough away. Like I was, I was an hour out. I was, it was perfectly perfect time that I remembered because I was exactly an hour out and it was an hour from now that I needed to be there. And I was at a spot on the highway where I could have went one way to get home or took with this other way. To get to the city, to get to San Francisco. So uh, obviously, I went to San Francisco and uh, and did this show. Now I got booked. Uh, shout out to Mark Neuer uh, who booked me. Uh, I think this was the first show he did at this spot. Um, it's the um, oh shit, what is it called? Uh, Mission Cannabis. It's in the Mission. It's a it's a dispensary in the Mission. Uh, very nice. Nice spot, actually. Uh, and it's funny because I think, I mean, comics know me. They know that they know me. But I don't think a lot of them know that I don't smoke. So it's always sort of funny to me when I get booked on these, uh, you know, on a show that's at a dispensary or, a, you know, or a 420 event because I, they pro they. I mean, to look at me, you would think that I'm the biggest fucking pothead that ever was. You know, how many white guys with dreads, or should I say, non-black guys with dreads are not potheads? I don't think it's very many. I think most non-blacks with dreads. And I would probably gather that most of the blacks with dreads smoke pot too. I think if you got dreadlocks, there's a very, very small percentage of dreadlock-having people that don't smoke weed. And I am in that very small minority. Anyway, I uh, had a decent set. Um, yeah, I think I had a de- I don't think I had a killer set. I definitely got some good laughs, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I spanked them, you know? Like, I, you know. But it was good. It was nice. And then uh, I was driving home and realized that I hadn't eaten. I was pretty hungry. 
So I stopped um, I stopped at a Denny's. Now, I know you're moaning and groaning. Sean, you're supposed to be watching what you eat. You should be eating out. But, you know, the Flamin' Five was calling my name. I got a hamburger called the Flamin' Five. And it ain't flaming at all. There ain't nothing hot about it. But it's supposed to be all kinds of hot stuff happening on it. Um, but in my fat guy status, I ordered the nachos as well. And I didn't have to do the half size. I did the full size. So I had a bowl, had a plate of nachos and a burger plus the fries. But the reason why I'm not trying to, you know, not to trying to brag about how much I ate because that's a problem. But what did happen at the Denny's is that I got hit on. And it it it, it, it surprised me and sort of uh it was unexpected and it took me back it t- took me aback a little bit um cuz i was getting hit on by a very flamboyant mexican man i said mexican man I was getting hit on by a gay dude man and <laughs> you know dude was uh you know I mean, I guess he's you know a good-looking dude. You know what I mean? Had light eyes and had highlights in his hair, and it was a little bit long. And you know, he's wearing a tight shirt and 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 tight pants, and he's swish swashing around all over the place. And he said, "Ooh, I like your hair. Ooh, hi, Poppy. Do you want to have some fun?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, thanks, man. You know, uh, you you have you have a good night." And I scurried out of there. Uh, he was with a um, a very manly looking trans woman. Like beard was growing in, and the wig was on crooked, and eyes were crooked, and uh, just looked like uh, the party was rough for a Sunday. Uh, and a handful, you know, they had a whole part. You know, there was a whole whole group of uh, of folks there. Of all, you know, kind of all, uh, kind of look like all stripes, you know, but, you know, but yeah, uh, fucking Rico Suave was trying to fucking get at your dude. <laughs> yep, liked the hair. Oh. And, you know, I gotta say, not for nothing. Kind of, kind of a nice compliment. I ain't scared of that. Wouldn't do anything about it. I wouldn't, you know. But it happened, and it was cool, and wasn't mad at it, you know. Thank you, Mister Gay Guy. You know, Buenas noches. (laughs) What do you say? You want to do, uh, you want to pull up one of these? You want to do the thing? Oh, wow. What did I just listen to? Hey! 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dirties of all ages, um, this is part of the podcast where me, your host, long-time lover of heavy metal and the like, uh, reacts to a song on the pop charts, a Billboard Hot 100, for which I know nothing about. This week, we have a song called Put It On The Floor, again. By an artist named Lado, featuring Cardi B. So this is Lado featuring Cardi B. Put it on the floor again. Now, I know how street lingo, quote unquote, ebonics works. And if you have a title, put it on the, and then you spell out floor. F-L-O-O-R, you spell it out, floor. Why isn't it put it on the flow? Put it on the flow again. Why are you trying to, why is it half right and half fun? Put it on the floor again. <sighs> Some people's kids. Either go full out fucking hood or have it be fucking proper English. Don't half-ass it. All right, let's check out what this song is all about. Oh, my God. How old is that beat? 808 all the way. From Atlanta to LA, the only time I'm back and forth. Cheap niggas make you pee, rich niggas get you both. Gate a Bentley to valet and let that nigga dry the boat. Be quiet, be quiet. Let me pop off. Little club, sloppy drunk, come home and get my rocks off. Herbie's from the south, he trying to see me knock his socks off. Told them bitches, meet me at the top. Think they got lost. I'm on go like Grizz. She thought I would kiss her ass, she must ain't took a mess. Shit around my neck, it cost her arm and leg. That nigga set for life, I let him give me pray. I done done it all, feel like shot it low Laughing to the pain, but shit is not a joke Say she got a problem, imaginary smoke Bitches set it up, then put it on the floor I done done it all, See? feel like shot it low She said put it on the floor But shit is not a joke Say she got a problem, imaginary smoke Bitches set it up, then put it on the floor I don't know what y'all been told Bitch, your man's know if you don't, what's happening? <laughs> Put a ribbon on me, I've been acting brand new I ain't smoking on no silo, bitch, I'm smoking on you Put your bestie in a pack and now I'm smoking her too I've been balling so them hawk could've went to LSU huh. Got so many chains on, I can't even see my throat These hoes don't do enough, that's why I always do the most Broke niggas give the dick, rich niggas sponsor goals Only thing a nigga get for me for free is free to bros <laughs> Let me pop it off, point me to the biggest slug Baby girl, come top it off She said she don't like me cause she love me, duh, knock it off That bitch made some pages just to sell me, but I block them all All these hoes is mid Got her lurking on my page before she feed her kids Shitting on these bitches, dunking on their heads Get these hoes some melatonin, put their ass to bed Nigga cry for what? Bitch, these are denim tears I'm sexy dancing in the house, I feel like Britney Spears So put it on the floor, just like their career What they got on me, bodies 
in a couple years. I done done it all. Feel like shot it low. Left it to the pain. But Cardi's flow, it was clean, right? Imaginary smoke. Way better than the motto. Then put it on the flow. I don't know what y'all been told. Bitch, your man's know if you don't, what's happening in? Yeah, it's giving time. <laughs> I'm in a booth playing with my pussy, bitch. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Really? Big lotto. Big party. It's a real bitch party. <laughs> Put it on the floor again, bitch. Wait, do, we need to, do we need to know that there was peepees being played with? <laughs> um... How basic though is that song, right? I mean, just hell of just the basic beat, old school, sounding like fucking my posse's on Broadway. <laughs> I thought Lotto Lotto's flow's a little choppy though, huh? Like, like it seemed like she rushed every last last couple beats of the bar. She would kind of squeeze it a little bit, and it kind of felt. Off time at times. And that's one pass of listening to it. And I noticed that it was a little off. But when Cardi came in, she just like kind of just, I don't know, just filled it up better. I don't know. Whatever. Basic shit, I guess. No big deal. I don't, I mean, the hook is, uh, the hook is a, a long hook, so I don't know if that's something that's going to get stuck in somebody's head as a good hook, you know what I mean? Because when you have a hook like that that feels like it's just a continuation of the verse and nothing really changed musically either, they might got they might have added another little sample or something in there. But whatever. Put it on the flow again. Does she? Is there a song, Put It On The Floor, before? Was there another one, Put It On The Floor, and now this is Put It On The Floor again? I don't know. I don't know how these things work. I know nothing. They don't tell me. Um, Maybe one more thing. Huh? One more thing before we uh, get to the end. Do I get everything on the... Oh, all right. Two more things. Uh, now, yeah, I fucking hogged out at Denny's. Probably shouldn't have done that. I'm trying my best not to eat like a fucking maniac. Try to get my portions down because I think overall it's, of course, it's just not good, right? I'm eating too much. Been talking about that for months now. Last night, I had Hazard's rehearsal, and uh, we're getting ready to record. I'm really excited. Uh, we got a group of songs that I think are just fucking haymakers, just good songs, uh, sort of reestablishing what Hazard's is as a band. Uh, I know we kind of had a thing, and we put out uh, some material, but with Gil, our singer, leaving... We had to scramble. We kind of didn't know what we wanted to do. If we wanted to sort of reinvent the wheel on what the sound was or just kind of retool it to, you know, for, you know, two and four who was left in the band. 
And um, could we make it better? Could we make it stronger? Could we make it scummier? Could we make it more um, more aggravated? Could we, you know, just all these things? And so, and because we had a shit tons of song, you know, we had a few songs already, you know, that we were planning on recording anyway. But with Gil leaving, we were able to kind of take a step back, retool the songs, add some little things here and there, take away some parts. Switch beats up, switch the way the riff gets played, you know, just little little tweaks on these songs. Uh, so we're kind of in that process right now. Um, I think we got it down. I think we got every little tweak that we can possibly come up with just to make these songs just do what we want them to do, you know. Um, so last night at rehearsal... Uh, we were playing, it, ha- it just so happened, the group of songs that we were trying to um, get right with this retooling, uh, it just so happened to be the three or four songs that we have that are fast and not, and, and, and like fast, like, you know, Thrashy fast, punk rock fast, speedy, to get, to get, to that, to get, you know, just fucking moving, moving shit, playing, playing fast beats, punk beats, fast, thrashy beats, playing fast. And I found myself getting extremely winded. Like I had to stop at one point. I got done with one of the songs and I had to go outside and get some air. I had, um, you know, I was fucking super, super gross sweaty. Um, But I, I felt like I was trying to sprint. Now, people that know me, imagine me trying to sprint and what the aftermath of that would look like. And that's how I was feeling after um, about an hour of uh, playing very fast drums. I don't do that very often. Now, not, now, Hazards is the first time I've been in a band where I've had to play fast in a long, long time. All-time highs was, those tempos were pushed. Those were pretty, pretty up-tempo songs. But this is a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different ballgame with hazards. It's uh, it's more aggressive, and it's those punk beats, those fast thrasher beats. I'm not doing any blast beats. I'm not quite going that fast. We're not doing, you know, we're we're staying just on this side of blast beats. Although there has been a couple of times where we thought, hey, should we do a fucking blaster right here? I can't really do them very well, so I'm still kind of working that up because those are beats that are that was that kind of came in into fashion well after I was trying to play anything fast, and so I never really got them down. I've been playing slow and low for years now, and I've been perfectly happy with that. <laughs> um, last time I played this fast was uh, when I was in Grace Alley. Um, but they didn't even have a lot of fast stuff, but there was one song that had 
a nice little nice little fucking you know thrashed out speedy beat and uh and that was you know the fastest thing i recorded and i only recorded one song with those guys and it, it went fast it went go 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 get them uh but this band's got a quite a few songs that are that fast so it's just been a long time you know and i've been playing in this yeah i've been playing in this band a while now like a year year and a half or whatever it's been i should be used to it and and i'm getting used to it but maybe just because of the the concentration of how many times we were running these super fast parts and little doing little tweaks and um i just i felt I just, I had to go, I just was, I was winded. That's all I could say. I was just winded, but I really felt my heart rate really going high. And I just felt like, fuck, I shouldn't be this, I shouldn't be this winded from playing drums. What the fuck's wrong with me? Um, And I just came to the decision that it's just, it's getting hard for me to move as fast as I need to move playing drums with this much weight on me. Like I'm, and I know there's way fatter guys than me playing drums and I'm that whatever. Fine. Great. I'm sure you're doing fine. But for me, I felt last night like I'm too fat to play drums. And I know that's super hyperbolic and way exaggerated, but the uh, how winded I got doing what I was doing just made me think, well, fuck, if I, if I was a smaller man, this wouldn't be so hard to get through this. So... Um, Another sign glaring me in the face, flashing neon, saying, get your shit together, Sean. Get some weight loss going. Mind your food eating. Mind your food intake. Because there's nothing on this planet and nothing in this world that makes me happier than sitting behind a drum set and playing. Nothing there's nothing on the planet that even compares to the joy that I feel when I get to sit down and play drums. And I've been doing it for 40 years. And it hasn't got old yet. It's still fun. And it's still incredible. It is still the best thing that I can do to make myself happy, to make my soul feel good there's nothing there's nothing like it for me and and to have a glimmer of potential maybe you can't do this anymore not that it was anywhere near that but just the idea that maybe you can't that is I hope what I need to make this turn a little quicker and pull the portions down, do some intermittent fasting, 
start to move. I went for a walk. I did go for a walk. So I need to just keep that going. One day walk, big fucking deal. Talk to you, you know, I'll talk to you when I got a few weeks in of walking. But I got to fucking, I got to make that turn. I got to make that switch. And I've been trying. I've been trying. But, you know, I need a, I don't have a schedule. You know what I mean? I don't have, yeah, I got rehearsals throughout the week and I got, you know, shows and, but I don't have a, you know what I mean? I get up at 7.30, but I fucking dick around for a few hours before I leave the house. You know what I mean? I get to a job at maybe 9, 9.30, 10. You know, I'm not fucking hurrying out the door to get to anywhere. I work until I don't feel like working for the rest of the, you know. Like, I go until, ah, let's go home. And I look at, oh, shit, it's only 3.30. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not, I don't have any sort of, I don't have any reason to have any sort of regiment except for a self-imposed one because I should be more disciplined. That's the only, you know what I mean? That's the only thing keeping me, the only thing keeping me from being disciplined is me. I got nothing to tell me to do it or not to do it. It's the, you know, again, the blessing and the curse of being your own boss. So, um, anyway. Fat guy trying to play drums almost dies <laughs> from, from too many punk rock beats. Ah, sorry, drinking. Uh, um, Safeway's got a new flavor of their um, sparkling water beverages. It's cherry limeade. So it's lime and cherry. Um, it's okay. It's not my favorite. The grape is my favorite. Oh, the grape. I'll buy about five or six of these and three or four of them will be grape every time. Um, one more thing before we do the earworm. Um, I want to talk about insecurities. Um, I don't have many, although I just talked about being a fat fuck for, you know, 10 minutes or so. Um, that is an insecurity that I do have, but I know that is something I can fix. I have another insecurity that I'm not really going to get into too deep of a thing about right now as far as what that is. But it's interesting to me when when the one thing that you are insecure about ends up being the thing that um, is a deterrent for something else. Um, so I, past couple weeks, I have been seeing somebody. And things seem to be moving along nicely. No pressure either way on either one of us for any sort of anything. Just having fun, hanging out, getting to know each other. Um, in my mind, 
the insecurity of a of a thing was sort of scratching. And when it came down to it, the um the 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 young lady decided to hey maybe we should not go uh any further or not continue this because of that and i was like really and i let him know i said well that was the one thing that i was worried about being a problem and she says it's not it's it's not a problem it's just that i need this it's like wow well i appreciate your honesty but you know it kind of goes hand in hand with um a little bit with why um you know got divorced <laughs> so <laughs> um kind of interesting that uh, that like i said that, that this this insecurity about being in uh in in relationships that i'm starting to have now uh ended up being the thing that sort of uh, put the stop to anything prog- pro- progressing. But, again, this is the first sort of person I was seeing since trying to divorce, and uh, I didn't have any expectations, you know. Like I shouldn't, you know, get too deep in it. But I, I can't... I can't say that it didn't hurt a little bit. I understand, of course. But, uh... It was a little, a uh, little bit of a gut punch, a little bit. Not enough to fucking, you know, go buy a jar of cheese. Uh, but still, kind of sucked, and uh, I guess something I got to work on. So that's not an issue for anybody else. Excuse me. Um, all right, let's get out of here. Oh, yeah. Do me a favor. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Do uh, Write letters to your senator. You know, all kinds of shit to help me out with the spreading the word of the Sean Boyles podcast. How about that? Um... Send your complaints and suggestions to Sean underscore Boyles at yahoo.com. Find me on Instagram at Sean underscore Boyles 510. And, um, you know, I got there's a Sean Boyles YouTube page, believe it or not, that's got uh, some of my comedy clips on there. You know, check me out where I'm out and about and doing things. This week's Earworm of the Week, um, I realized that this song sounds a lot like another song. And I don't know which one came first. I guess I could look it up, but I'm not going to right now. So a couple weeks ago, uh, looks like, uh, let me see, one, one, Two, three, four, 
five, maybe six weeks ago. I'm just counting this on the list here. Um, I did uh, Earworm of the Week was a song uh, called Seether by Veruca Salt. And I realized the main riff in that song is really close to the main riff in this song. This song popped in my head this week because these guys are getting ready to drop a new record and they're fucking full court pressing um, uh, promotion right now. I've been seeing their shit everywhere. They were on fucking Howard Stern this week doing this song. And this is probably their breakout hit. Um, but, um, one of the, one of the funnest shows I've ever seen, to be honest, I've seen, I've seen these guys twice and, uh, have I seen them twice or have I seen them? I think I've, uh, I might've only seen them once, but they were great. Fucking fun, fun, fun show. Um... I'm talking about the hives from Sweden. The hives. Uh, this is their. Um, this was their first like big single, I believe. A little song called "I Hate to Say I Told You So." Tell me whether or not this riff that's in the chorus, or after the chorus. I guess it's the chorus riff. The way the song's arranged is kind of cool, but. Um, but the main riff is really close to the fucking Veruca Salt song. Anyway, yabba, 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 blah, blah, blah. Uh, again, thanks for uh, checking me out. And uh, be good. Keep it dirty. And I'll see you, Dick Knuckles, next week.
Staten Avenue and fuck Ace Freely. Brought to you by Blowout Productions.